You are listening to the LifePoint Church Sermon of the Week. For more resources, visit us at lifepoint.cc. I, I have a real uh, honor and privilege of welcoming Pastor Adele to come and share the word with us. Um, you know, Pastor Adele has become like a brother. You can come on up. Come on, man. He's ready. He's Yes. Give it up for Pastor Adele. Yeah. You know, Pastor, Pastor Dill has just become like a brother to me, and I know so many of you have been getting to know him as well, but um, there, there are moments in our walks with the Lord where the Lord just, like, connects you with a kindred spirit, and that's, what, that's what's really happened in our relationship um, together. I really feel like we've become brothers, and I'm so thankful for him. And so this morning, I wanted to ask him to speak. I've been speaking so much Thursday and all day Friday, all day Saturday, I was like, why don't you speak? I was going <laughs> to keep sharing from Psalm 119. I do have a, heart, a word on my heart from Psalm 119 about the eternal word of God, but I really want our church to hear from our brother. Uh, one thing I believe Pastor Adil is doing for us as, as a church family is opening our eyes to the, the real needs of the front lines of the persecuted church. Uh, we have no clue in the West, and we don't need to beat ourselves up about that. Like, it's just where we, we were born. But I do believe we have a, a responsibility now that we've been woven into the body of Christ to understand needs and what it's like for other believers in other places who literally day in, day out, um, think about persecution upon their family. And many of his family mem- members have been literally imprisoned and, and beaten and, and uh, experienced physical uh, abuse for the sake of Christ, for the cause of Christ. And so it's a different world, and I believe our hearts should be moved by those things so that we can mm. seek to serve them. We're in this together. And so I believe the Lord's connecting us divinely for these days ahead in ways that we can partner with the church in Pakistan. Mm. So you're going to sense his heart for Pakistan, for the people in Pakistan. Would you uh, stand to your feet and just welcome Pastor Adil as he brings the word? Thank you very much. Love you. Good morning, church. Let's give glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the king and he deserves all glory and honor. Hallelujah. Can we say hallelujah? One more time, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. How many people, please, you can see it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It is such an honor and privilege for me to be with Lifeline, such a brother, Pastor Tony, Pastor Drew, Tanya, Kala, and every single family from the Lifepoint Church has been such a blessing for me. And I was not expecting that much love that you guys have poured into me. Every family, whenever I met anybody, they just overwhelmed my uh, put their love on me, and I'm, I'm so thankful for God that I belong to another country many, many thousands miles away, but one thing is common, that we have a love in Christ, amen? So I, I really feel that love in LifePoint Church, even I've been uh, Kayalfa with Pastor Alex and all the students, that was an amazing night, thank you for inviting me there, and... I believe that God has uh, done his work in many people's life. Amen. 
So thank you for each and then every single family, those are with me, praying, me, uh, praying for me, and especially my brother JF. <laughs> thank you for him for the ride, but Lord is good to us. Amen. So how many people are ready for the word of God? Amen. Show me your Bible, guys, if you have your Bible. Hallelujah. This is our sword to fight our battle. Amen. Praise the Lord. Just say to your neighbor, Jesus loves you. Amen. So I have a word when Pastor Drew told me to share the word of God with all of you, and I was seeking the Lord, and I was asking Lord what I should share with the last point and what is the need of the people to share the word of God. So please uh, open your Bibles with me. Uh, the book of Acts chapter 12, New Testament, chapter 12, verse one to five. We are going to read uh, chapter 12, verse one to five. It says that, about that time, Herod the king laid violent hands on some who belonged to the church. He killed James and brother of John with the sword and when he saw that it's pleased to the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. That was during the day of unleavened bread, and when he had seized him, he put him in prison, delivering him over four scars of soldiers to guard him, intending after the Passover to bring him out to the peoples, so Peter was kept in the prison, but earnest prayer from, uh, for, for him was made to God by the church. Everybody say amen. amen. So this was a time when first church had started their journey with Jesus Christ and sharing, start sharing the word of God. So in early, early time of the church, when disciple had decided after receiving the word of God, receiving the Holy Spirit and baptism of the Holy Spirit, they have assigned that Jesus told them, wait until you have got the Holy Spirit, and once you will get the power of the Holy Spirit, that, then you have one assignment to go to share the gospel to Judea, to Samaria, and, and of this earth. And they were so focused to sharing the word of God, as we know in the book of Acts, every disciple was dedicated to their call and they received the word from the Lord and they want to go and share the gospel. And when they start sharing the gospel, they did not know that time that they are going to pay the price. Once they start experience the sharing the word of God, that Lord has told them to share to entire globe and uh, the surrounding where they are, when they start sharing and they start experience the persecution and suffering, that a lot of time we did not uh, like to have in persecution and uh, some oppressions and suffering for the Lord. But they are so dedicated, if we read the book of Acts, entire book of Acts is full of sacrification of disciples, full of dedication for the work of the Lord for the harvest. They were so focused because they know that God has given them 
assignment to share the gospel to the end of this world. Amen? Because Jesus, when he was ascending to the heaven, he gave them this uh, commandments that you can go to the world and share the gospel to the nation. Amen? That is our commission from the Lord that he wants us to share today as well. So they are go to share, and once they are start sharing, there is a group of people, they are always enemy to the Jesus. We know the Pharisees and Sadducees, and as well the other nation, those are there, they are against to the Lord Jesus Christ. They don't want that Jesus' name will be, will be lifted in that area, and Jesus' name will be glorified in that area that people can receive Jesus and get free. That's why they want to plan to stop the, the name of Jesus to spread in the area. The gospel, they want to stop that gospel to spread. That's why they keep planning and they go to the Herod and Jewish lobby and other, uh, some other people, they said that we want to stop Peter and we want to stop other disciples as we read earlier, John was murdered already there. Some was already paid the price to sharing the cost of Jesus Christ. They laid their life for the Christ. They were suffering brutally. They gave everything for the cost of the gospel to sharing the Christ to others. An enemy is not playing the fair game because enemy's characteristic is that he came to steal the joy and want to kill and destroy. He did not stop in one step. He want to go to kill you in the further step. He don't want you to allow to share the gospel in this era right now. In that time, he was using the Herod and the authorities that time to stop the gospel to spread. But this is the living word of God. Nobody can stop it, hallelujah. Because God has given the discernment and assignment to the disciple. They know that we have something waiting for us that is eternity. That's why we don't worry about our flesh. Jesus told that do not worry from that. Those are going to destroy your flesh. But worry from that those are going to destroy your spirit. They are very much concerned about their spirit and their eternity. How many people today are very concerned about their eternity and want to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ? An enemy want to stop them there and they did not stop. And that's why they, they pleased to kill to, to disciples and they, they want to stop Peter as well because Lord has chosen Peter for the great commission and the great harvest that Peter is going to share with others, amen? So that's why they, they stop, they want to stop Peter and they catch the Peter that time. Uh, we just stop here and just look to the Ephesian chapter six, verse 12, that how enemy want to stop all of you in the West right now, and as well in other countries, those are serving Lord Jesus Christ, how he want to, uh, to overcome you tonight and today's and any time in, in your life. I want to just read Ephesians chapter six, uh, verses 12. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians chapter six, 
verse 12 say that, for we do not wrestle against the flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the comic power over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Lot of time, we are just battling in our flesh. We, we hatred to our brothers and sisters. We have some grudges and bitterness in our life. We are just holding in our flesh. But the word of God was uh, showing us and encouraging us that we are not chosen to battle blood and flesh. Our battle with something else, that enemy is living in the heavenly places, he wants to stop you. He wants to stop the purpose that Jesus already given you. He wants to stop you in a various kind of schemes against you that you could not understand of your existence in the world, that you could not get your purpose that Jesus has given you. That's why today we want to understand that there is a present darkness forces that are after you 24-7. He don't want you to allow to worship King Jesus. He don't want you to allow to spread the gospel. He don't want allow you to come out from your, uh, your comfort zone. He wants to stop every single day, every single moment of your life. He wants to stop you that he know God has put the purpose in your life. Because enemy knows Jesus one day speaking to the Peter and he see that enemy is asking you from me, but I had prayed for you. Because Jesus know about the Peter purpose that Jesus before know that he's going to preach on the day of Pentecost that uh, 300 will be coming to me, amen? And many more. Jesus is know your purpose that he's put in your life before the foundation of this well, amen? Because we did not choose the God, but he chose us, amen? He want to fulfill that purpose in our life, but enemy want to try to stop us. I want to go back to uh, chapter 12, and let's see how enemy want to stop and, and want to uh, use some schemes against us, how he want to bondage us. Verse number six, chapter 12 of Acts says that, now when Herod was about to bring him out, on that very night, Peter was sleeping between the two soldiers, bound with two chains, and sentries before the door were guarding the prison. This is really remarkable while I was studying the word of God that how enemy want to stop you. There are two God and two chains are there. Peter was bounded with two chains that stop him to go somewhere else and these two same chains and two soldiers enemies is want to use against you. First two chains are one is shame and second is guilt. He want to bind you today 
that you cannot realize that you are belong to present, he always bind you with the chain of shame and guilt, even you already confess your sin and following Jesus. The great scheme of enemy, he took the banner of your sin and come right away of your bed and say that, hey man, you are not worthy. You are still guilty. Even he trying to confuse you that you could not understand the power of the blood of the lamb, hallelujah. That he want to confuse you that the blood of lamb is not worthy to forgive your own sin. But the word of God said that that blood is righteous to cleanse us all unrighteousness, hallelujah. The blood of Jesus Christ is paid for you on the cross that you are worthy if you confess your sin and following Jesus, amen. He born with two chains to the Peter that he could not go anywhere. Enemies is playing same game with you tonight. This morning, sorry. And he want to play the same game with you to bind you with chain of shame and guilt. A lot of people are still struggling with that. And there was two soldiers, killing soldiers are there because enemy was not happy with two chains because he know that there is a purpose in your life. If you understand that purpose, you will going to break down that chains. That's why he pointed to more God. He's more careful about you. He know your destiny. And he guarded two more soldiers that going to kill. If somehow Peter come out from those chains, two guards gonna be killed right away to him. What is two guards? These two soldiers that discouragement and intimidation. These two guards, first you already struggling with shame and guilt, and then he put two Soldier, discouragement and intimidation. He keep pushing you back that you could not understand the purpose of your life. That's why he want to bind you with the chain, with the God, shame, guilt, discouragement and intimidation. And he's not still happy. There is some God outside of the cell as well. There is one God is standing outside if somehow Peter break that chain and come out from that soldier, there is one God is waiting that is fair. That, people could not, that Peter could not under, can sense that if I will come out from there, the fair is waiting for, there, for him. There is a lot of people right there, those are listening to me online as well and here, Enemies trying to bind you with the shame and guilt, discouragement, and intimidation. If you are trying to overcome, then he sent one more person, fear. He sent the fear that, that you, can, you are not worthy. You cannot come out from there. And he's not happy yet. There is one more God that is standing on the watchtower and watching all the cell, that is doubt. After the fear, he making you doubt in your life that, that you could not come out from the situation that you are, you are in it. 
Let me finish very soon. I have 12 minutes left, hallelujah. So, thank you, Jesus. I want, to, I want to tell you and encourage you with something that Lord put in my heart that you guys are chosen. Everybody say, I am chosen. One more time, I'm chosen. Amen. Jesus paid the full price on the cross that you are chosen. That's why you are here. You are not here in the life point accidentally. You are chosen. That's why you are here. There's a lot of people and we want to stop them that they could not hear the word of God, that they can come out from their shame, guilt, discouragement, intimidation, fear, and doubt. But there is a will of Lord for you that you can come out to today from your guilt, shame, discouragement, intimidations, fear, and doubt. Lord, Lord has a purpose in your life. Let's go back to the story. Verse number seven says that, Behold, an angel of the Lord stood next to him and said, Peter, I'm your angel this morning. Hallelujah. There was uh, the church who was God's pers- God persecuted, but there is a church people who's praying, and when you pray, th- when you're praying things are changing. Amen. Lord was there, right hand of the Father, and seeing the situation when church has been prayed, he listened to the prayers and he appointed one angel. He said that, go and free the Peter. Hallelujah. Lord, listen your prayers and he wants to free you this morning as well. So when enemy trying to work hard on you, to bind you, to push you back, let's see in the story what happened next. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood next to him and a light stone in the cell, hallelujah. Whenever you are struggling, please know that Jesus is a light, is always waiting for you, amen. One light gonna be come in your life, that is Jesus, even you are struggling so badly this morning. Jesus is there to help you out. He's there with the light. He's an angel that he come and what he said to the Peter, he struck Peter on the side and walked him, uh, walk him saying, get up quickly. What he said, say with me, get up quickly. quickly. Amen. There is a Lord willing for you, that is a father hard, that if you are struggling tonight with your shame, guilt, discouragement, Intimidation, fear, and doubt. He said, get up quickly. Do not wait. There are some schemes from the enemy. He wants to confuse you. But the heart of the Father, King Jesus wants you to free. And he said, that get up quickly. I'm there. Hallelujah. And he said to him, get up quickly. And the chain fell off his hands. Amen. A lot of time, we are stuck in the situation and we did not try ourselves to overcome. We always thinking because Peter was laid down there and he was not seeing that chains of shame and guilt are nothing because the blood is already paid the price on the cross and he's seeing 
fear, shame and guilt as a giant because he's laid down with them. Can I lay down here? Yeah. <laughs> he was laid down and guards are there and chains are there. He could not see he, that they, they are not giant because he's laid down with them and he feels that they are giant. But when the, when the uh, angel of the Lord came and he said, get up quickly, and he got up and he see that, oh, they are nothing. They are not giant, they are giant in my head. They are giant in my head. Now he can stand and see the 360 angle degree and he understand that shame and guilt are not giant in my life. Amen? And he, come, he got up quickly, hallelujah. Hallelujah. One more, one more time, say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He got up quickly and understand that when the chains fall by himself. He did not break the chain. He just decided to follow the instruction of the angel and he stand up. And stand up quickly. Do not delay. Jesus warned you to get up from your shame, guilt, intimidation, and discouragement. He wants to set you free this morning. Hallelujah. And what happened next? And the angel said to him, dress yourself and put on your sandals. Second instructions from the angel. First, get up quickly, chains fell down. And then he said that, dress up and wear your sandals. So whenever you are feeling discouragement, intimidations, wear the garment of praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. And start worshiping to the Lord. That I'm, say that I am a fr I'm free. Amen. Start worshiping and start destroy enemy with your worship. Because he don't want you to, to open your mind and, uh, mouth and worship. Start worshiping to the Lord. Dress up. He said to Peter, dress up. Dress up your garment of praise and sandals. Sa sandals are showing us in Ephesians 6 the gospel of peace. He's, he's, it's mean that send up, sandal up, that you are going somewhere, Peter, because you are going somewhere to share the gospel that people are waiting for you. Amen? So that's why he said that dress up with the praise. Amen? And sandal up that you are going somewhere. You are going Pakistan, my brother, hallelujah. You are going to share the, share the gospel there. And today he want everybody to dress up with the praise, hallelujah, and send it up with the gospel and something else is there, hallelujah. In the story, verse number eight says that, and the angel said to him, dress yourself and put on your sandals, and he did so. This is an important thing that when Lord give us some instructions we should follow. Do not hinder to follow. Sometimes we question God that if I do that, it's gonna be help me and it's gonna be work or not. But if there is a instruction from the Lord, start believing in faith and see the work of God. God tell to the Israelite, stay still and see that I am the God, hallelujah. Because sometime he did not rebuke the situation he did, new, he did not rebuke the Red Sea, but he parted the Red Sea, hallelujah. He made the situation for your circumstances. Through that, that you will see the power of God. And when Peter was ready, when he started believing, there is something else. And he said to him, 
And he said to him, grab your cloak around you and follow me. This is an instruction from Lord as well, that pick up your cross every, daily and, and follow me daily, amen? In Luke 9.21. So if there is an instruction of the Lord, if we want to free from our curses, shame, guilt, discouragement, intimidation, fear, and guilt, we have to follow the word of God and we will see the, the, the answer and consequences in the last that Lord is with us or not. But he's always with us, amen? There is something more in the story. Uh, verse number nine says, and he went out and followed him. He did not know what was being done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. Sometime when Lord was working in your life and making the way, it has happened for me when I end up in, in America and I, I was talking to Pastor Tony, I said that I'm visioning. I'm visioning that I'm, I'm here. Lot of time when, when God is working on your life for something, for your destination, for your assignment, sometimes you did not know that what is happening with you. But if you're following the word of God, if you are following the instructions of the Lord, he is with you and you will know in the end what is happening with me. Amen? And when, when he starts following, so verse number 10 says that, when they had passed the first and the second guard, they come to the iron gate leading into the city. It opened for them of it on a card, and they went out and went alone on streets, and immediately the angel left him. Lot of time, we seeing the big gates that we seem that are not open for us. We, we are just struggling with that, that I want to open that door, but it is, it is not open. But see in the story, when you start following the instructions of the Lord, the doors that you are thinking that are closed is already open, hallelujah. They're just going through with the angel. He following the instruction one by one. He start following, and the doors that he assumed that are closed is already open, hallelujah. So doors that you are thinking today that are closed for you, if you believe in God, that door are already open for you, hallelujah. That the doors that Lord open, no man can shut for you. You just have to believe on that, amen. God wants to encourage you this morning that if you're really struggling with your discouragement, I want Pastor Tony to please come on the keys. Thank you, Jesus. If you really feel that enemies is trying to attack you from various sides of your life, and he wants to bind you with the chain of shame and guilt, soldiers of discouragement, intimidations, and fear and doubt, he wants to free you up. That's not the heart of Lord. The heart of Lord is to send the angel, send the word of God, send the light this morning in your life to free you up. Can we please stand? Thank you, Jesus. Let's close our eyes for the moment. 
Start focusing the King Jesus, hallelujah. He, his heart for you to free you this morning from your doubt, your fear, your shame and guilt and intimidations and discouragement. He has given you and he has chosen you for the purpose, for the destination. Let's start following the instructions of the Lord. Please stand up quickly from your situation, from your guilt, from your shame. Dress up with the praise, code of praise. Sandal up with the peace of gospel, the good news that you are going to share with many, those are waiting for you. Do not fear that doors are not opening. God already opened the doors for you. God already opened the doors for you that you are thinking that is not open. Let's connect our life to Jesus. This has been the LifePoint Church Sermon of the Week. For more resources, visit us at lifepoint.cc.